I had a coworker uh, go to the Philippines recently, and I gave him ten dollars and asked him if he would pick up a bunch of snacks for me. Why was he going uh, over there? Was he uh, was he drafted? <laughs> That's right. He's going over there to fight in the war. It's a great cause. Uh, you know, bring our boys home safe. Yes. Yeah, uh, no, he. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he has a. Uh, he met a woman online uh, and went over there to begin the immigration process to the United <laughs> States. Uh, I was very worried that this would go poorly, uh, but it turns out it's actually kind of all working out for him. This seems like it might be a legitimate thing, so good for him. Oh, uh, uh, even if it's I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, even if it's not, though, it worked out for me because I gave him $10 to go get me a bunch of weird Filipino snacks, and he definitely delivered on that. Uh, also, 10 American dollars in the Philippines will get you pretty fucking far, so I got, like, a Santa Claus-sized sack full of just different chips and ramens and uh, candy bars and stuff. I had one that was like a Snickers bar, basically, and I bit into it, and it was like eating a protein bar. And then, like, I had to look at the nutrition facts, trying to figure out, like, okay, is this actually just a protein bar that sort of looks like it's a Snickers? No! That thing is shit for you! It just happens to have the consistency, the flavor of a protein bar, and I don't know how the fuck that's even possible. Isn't that basically like a Three Musketeers? No, Three Musketeers is, like, light and fluffy. This was, like, tough and chewy, and it was just, like, caramel nougat and uh chocolate it's oh, like a milky really... way yeah yeah actually it's more milky way than a snickers i i kind of flip those around in my head a lot anyway um there were a, a couple i wanted to tell you about because they just struck me as being very weird for different reasons the first one i sent you a picture of it is called super bawang and i want you to try to describe to me their mascot uh oh <laughs> Uh, it's an anime man with red hair punching uh, this garlic candy. Super Bowang corn snack. Uh, it is from Corn Bits, I guess. Uh, Doesn't that just look like a bootleg-ass Goku? Is the Basically, thing? yeah. But with red it's hair. Like a it's a really good bootleg-ass Goku, though, because it kind of seems like a Mexican bootleg Goku. I was thinking kind of looks like uh, the main character from uh, Grandia 2. Grandia mm. 2, whatever. Well, we'll get to that game eventually. Maybe. Probably not. I don't know. I, I did not put any of the Grandias on the list, so... I'm just saying that for any video game we bring up now, just to maintain the element of surprise. And also disappoint people who make it that far. Wait a second. Uh, oh, this other... isn't who I'm thinking of. When I looked up okay. the main character from Grandia 2. Maybe it was 1. I don't know. There was some old RPG with a guy with... Maybe it was... Not Wild Arms. Yes. What was the other one? It's similar oh, to Wild uh... Arms. Oh, damn. I know what you're talking about, but like the name's just not coming to me. Like, I can never remember what it's called. But it was about the same time it was on PS1. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, the other one I got is uh, Ri-Chi Crunchy Snack Milk Flavored. Love some crunchy milk. 
It's just some... It's milk chips is all it is. Uh, the back of the packaging says, The only milk you can eat! Imagine your milk as a crunchy snack, and voila, you have Ricci Crunchy Snack. It's the crunchy milk you'll enjoy eating with almost the same goodness of your everyday milk, only more delicious. Is it more delicious? Would you say that's true? Have you ever had kicks? Yes. It's just kicks. It's just kicks, but like giant sized. It tastes exactly like if you ate dry kicks. So I started thinking that maybe I should like dump this out into a bowl of milk and eat my dry milk with my wet milk and just sort of see what happens. Well, how'd that turn out? I have not done that yet, but but after <laughs> after great. this after this I well I didn't think of that until like just recently. But yeah, in the future everyone's going to be eating their milk, Larry. Yeah. In the in the ruined hellscape that awaits us, we are all going to be chewing on our milk. I, I'm i just getting ahead of it. I'm living the future now. This is your own Soylent. <laughs> it's exactly that. Great. I'm just going to chew my milk from now on. Uh, but I'm not living in the future entirely because we're going to go back to the past today and talk about some old video games. I'm Larry uh, Davis, I'm by the way. Uh, yeah, okay, I didn't know if you were ever going to introduce anybody <laughs> because you're too busy talking about your crunchy milks. <laughs> Hi, I'm George Rundle, and this Larry is my Davis. friend Larry Davis. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, you introduced me this time, and then I introduce no. you. Uh, Larry! Yeah. It was the early 1990s. Uh, by the way, uh, I would mascot. like to uh, apologize if there are any audio issues because my internet seems to be having problems tonight, and so occasionally he might sound like a robot, but it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I love it when I'm a robot, though. Yeah, see? Like that. Okay, go. Sweet. I'm into it. Uh, it was the early 1990s. Mascot platformers were a dime a dozen, but none combined breakneck speed and precision platforming quite like oh, Sparkster. No. Oh. Sparkster. Yeah. Okay. Developed by Konami, uh, the Sparkster series was highly regarded for its time, uh, playing out as a trilogy split between the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Konami put Sparkster to rest after the 16-bit era until a 2010 sequel was developed by Climax, but many to this day hold Sparkster in high regard. Anyway, I played Awesome Possum Kickstarter Machino's Bug. Great. Yeah. Did My you, favorite uh, part of Awesome Possum is the quizzes. Cause... Yes. I, I was going to say, how did you score on the quizzes in between? Well, I got 100% on the quizzes because the trick to them, not many people know this, is it's always the worst thing is the correct answer. That's true. It's like, uh, how many plastic straws are there in the ocean? Is it uh, 1,000, 8,000, or 200 billion? The answer is 200 yeah. billion. Yeah, of course there's that many straws in the ocean. It was that way in the 90s, it's that way today. It's what the Gorillaz awesome, awesome. album uh, Plastic Beach is about. Oh, man. Okay, Awesome Possum reboot but you get gorillas to do the music for it they would never agree to it 
Well, not with that stupid. Dude. Come on. You think Gorillas is uh, going to be on board with an awesome possum reboot? We could maybe get Daft Punk. Maybe. Oh, Daft Punk would 100% be into it. Yeah. It's really a surprise that nobody's tapped them to do the music for a video game yet. I mean, they did the music for that Tron thing. That's already pretty damn video gamey. It is. Uh, also, though, they don't really do much at all in general. No, it's very that's true. Weird. They did that thing with um, the weekend. So I'm never gonna listen to that. I have no idea how Daft Punky it is. I know that one song, the Starboy one, is very bad, and that's all I've heard. Hmm. Well, I actually did not drag you here today to talk to you about Awesome Possum. Uh, even though I feel that it should have been on the list and that should have been a game that I played. No, you uh, dragged me I here actually... to talk about Milk Chips for five minutes. Yep. And Super Bowling. Uh, but then, Bowling? like, fill the remaining 25 minutes uh, with a discussion about the Sparkster series, which is... Uh, mentioned in trilogy games that they, they split out very weirdly across the two 16-bit consoles of the time. Uh, and I got really confused about the order in which to play these things in, so I went way out of order. Uh, I played these about um, maybe, oh, probably like nine months back now, uh, but you played them much more recently than me. Uh, I think that you went back and played these probably about a week ago. Yeah. Uh, so I like this series. Oh, I, I Specifically, I like... Uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, uh, which is the first game uh, that came out on the Sega Genesis, and I like Sparkster so on the bad. Super Nintendo. I think that the middle game, Rocket Knight Adventures 2 Sparkster, which is on the Sega Genesis, is not a good game. Where do you fall on this? I would say none of them are that good. Oh. <laughs> I think Sparkster on the Genesis is the worst of them. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. no, yes, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> like, see, I you, consistently... you just said that, and then I agree, <laughs> and you're like, what? But yes. I will never, ever, ever have the capacity in my brain to make sense of the Sparkster releases. Look, it shouldn't confuse me as much as it does, but it does. You got number one, Rocket Knight Adventures. Yes. Number, mm. And then the other two are just like, whatever, I guess it doesn't really matter which is two and which is three. But Sparkster yeah. Genesis, Sparkster SNES, different games, uh, both suck to different degrees. Mm. What didn't you like about the SNES version of Sparkster? I'm curious. Eh, just the whole feel of it. It's just like floaty in a way I don't like. I like the sprites in it. I like those a lot more than in Rocket like Knight Adventures. Yeah, like, visually, I think it is a way more charming game than the first one. And, like, the music sounds... I I like the music the most in, like, the first Rocket Knight Adventures on the Genesis, because I think that's one of those titles where the Genesis's uh, shitty sound chip actually works in its favor. It makes it sound, like, good and grungy. Uh, but the SNES has, like, some really, really good tracks in it, too. Yeah, the SNES uh, one has that uh, classic like that era Konami sound. So there are parts of it where it's just like, ah, oh, this is the same sounds they use in Turtles in Time. I like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, it, listening to Sunset Riders sometime. Now that's a game. I played Sunset Riders actually, like two days ago. 
Ooh, yeah, Sunset Riders is great too. Which one did you play? Though? Did you play the Super Nintendo or the yes. uh, arcade? Okay, I will tell you that the arcade version of Sunset Riders is on the list. Okay, I have played the arcade we'll get, version in the we'll past, that one. but like this yeah. one, a couple days ago, I was playing the Super Nintendo one. They're both very good. Uh, also, I again getting these flipped around. I, I do like the music in the first uh, Sparkster on the Genesis, but it's actually like the one nice thing I can say about Rocket Knight Adventures 2 is uh, that I think is the one with the best soundtrack. Okay, but none of these games have a guy that says, Bury me with my money. Oh, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> they don't have any uh, racist Indian caricature. <laughs> trying to say things in a like crappy sound compressed file. Nope. Uh, also, file. no guys in a bright pink poncho, dual wielding oh. shotguns. Sunset Riders is is really good. Cormano is the best. Uh, also, why would anybody ever pick the two characters that just have like revolvers? Because they suck. I think that i did in the arcade version though but that's because it's one of those ones where it's just like okay whichever like controller port you're hooked up to is who you play as yes it is so i think i just um, there was a sunset riders machine at a kmart around here when i was a kid and i always played that i I think i had it was like a multi thing because it had sunset riders and metal slug in it i don't know how Mm. Like what? Why that combination? But well, run around and shoot, dudes. Uh, but yeah, the the uh, Super Nintendo version. I it to be fair, it, it's been again like nine months since I played it. I don't quite remember having like any issues it's with been. the way that it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's been nine months since I played Sparkster. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't have that many issues with the controls in that game, but it, I do remember it being fairly floaty, and I remember, like, the camera is, like, fairly zoomed in on Sparkster, and it's one of those things of... I know it's a complaint that you have with Sonic games, that they focus in way too much on Sonic Sprite, and it's, like, dead center in the screen, and so you get just hit by things that are coming at you because you don't have much time to react. That's the same way in the Sparkster games, uh, not so much in Rocket Knight Adventures, because they actually do pull the camera out quite a bit. But the thing that I have more of an issue with in these games is if you charge up your jetpack and you just, like, fire off with it, you just bounce all over everything. So, like, it's a way more pronounced issue of I'm just getting flung around all over the fucking place and I have no idea where I'm going and I just hope to hell I don't hit something that hurts me. That's maybe actually the part I do like about these games, though, is just, like, pinballing around with it. Here's the thing. I don't like Sonic, well, it but... it feels good if you line it up right. Sure. Here's the thing in Sonic's favor. You get hit once, you lose your rings. Get hit again with no rings, you die. Uh, you jump on something, it dies. In Rocket Knight Adventures, you're just out here flinging swords around all day, and you've got like eight hearts or something. And so it's basically just like hold right, keep mashing attack button, and it's like these things sometimes 
uh, you hit them once and it knocks the armor off the pigs and then the pigs will run away but also you can just execute them as they're running away uh but then in sparkster like some enemies just take multiple hits kill and the bosses also do and it's like it just it's so mashy and it's like nothing has any impact to it uh, i not a fan i I like how in Rocket Knight Adventures the sprite for Sparkster is just these big, wide, googly eyes and this vacant smile. And when you say that he just is straight up executing pigs, I'm just imagining him at like a guillotine. Yes. Like he refuses to wear the executioner's mask. It's just that face. It's just Sparkster with an A-cab shirt with a guillotine. <laughs> He's just like, you're class traitors. Hey. But next one up on the block, yeah, I really like uh, the pigs in their weird Mad Max car in that first level. Hell yeah! Too. I I have talked to you about this before, uh, but for the benefit of the listeners, one of the things that's important to note about those list of games that I'm I'm going through is in any case where getting a hundred percent or satisfying some other kind of condition in a game is contingent on unlocking the true ending. I'm going for it. So, for example, Banjo-Kazooie, which is the game I'm playing right now, I have to go for 100% of that because it changes the ending. And Sparkster uh, and Rocket Knight Adventure. Okay. Oh no, does it actually not change the ending? I think it does very slightly. I like, mean, very that slightly. Still is the, that's still the... I, then I still have to do it. It's that it's that ending that I came up with for like the Donkey Kong Country Returns game where it's just a dark room full of bananas and Cranky Kong is in his rocking chair and he just says, Congratulations, you got all bananas. Basically. Fuck. I I rare as in high regard as I think everybody else does. I think they made, like, four good games. It was, like, the first two Donkey Kong countries and then the Viva Pinatas, and, like, that's it. Rare has made several great games. Ever heard of Blast Core? Oh, right. I always forget that that is actually them. Yeah. Because Blast Core uh, just seems so totally different from, like, anything else that they were doing at that time. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly different from uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Uh, yeah. Well, I so I haven't played Conqueror, so I don't know if that's a game that I would actually end up enjoying. But yeah. uh, I we, uh, there are a lot of rare games that we will get to at some point. There uh, are things about Conqueror's Bad Fur Day that are pretty good, but it's also wrapped up in a whole lot of stuff that is not. Thankfully, though, uh, Live and Reloaded is backwards compatible on Xbox One, so you can actually play that now instead of having to try to find a copy of it or a well no i have a copy cause... oh i i was gonna say i have a copy on the nintendo 64 so. yeah that's why i said live and reloaded um because that's really expensive now and also is the far far better version of that game yeah. so i've been told yeah the uh the 64 one is pretty much unplayable like yeah. most Nintendo 64 games in 2019. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not stopping me. Uh, no. But where I was going with this is is that 
the Rock Knight Adventure series is actually one of those series where in each game uh, you have to satisfy a special condition to get the true ending. I did not know this in all cases except for like the first game. So in the in the second one, you have to go after these swords that are hidden in levels. Uh, and if you get all of them, you turn into Super Sparkster, which is like a, a golden version of himself. Ooh. Gee, I wonder where they got that idea. Yeah, that's no, no video games at the time were doing. Um, I did not do that. I had no idea that you had to go find these swords in the levels until like earlier this week when I was brushing up on Rock and Night Adventure stuff in preparation for this episode. So I didn't get that ending. When you were um, reading up on your Rocket Night lore. That's right. Uh, which, like, that's a whole other thing. Is this is definitely one of those games where if you wanted any kind of backstory, you had to read the manuals. It's like really not communicated, other than just that guy stole your girlfriend. Go get her back. But like, these actually have this much deeper lore of like, oh, it's this invading army that's going into this like city and blah 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 blah. Uh, still not important though. Like, whatever. Just punch the cartridge and play the game because who cares. Um, but yeah, uh, Sparkster, I believe you have to beat it on um, hard mode, which I did not realize at the time. I don't, I don't think I did that, but I do know that I did that for Rocket Knight Adventures, uh, which their difficulty is all kinds of fucked. Like, easy is actually hard mode in Japan. Uh, and our hard mode is something like extreme mode in Japan. And so you having now sat down and played these games, I think you can imagine how much of a pain in the ass Rocket Knight Adventures would be if you could only take one hit through the entire game. Yep. Uh, given the mashiness that I mentioned, a lot of times you're just kind of powering through and taking hits and keep on going. So they pulled yeah, a the Mad Max Devil May Cry car ran me the fuck over. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's a Devil May Cry 3 scenario. I'm um, on the Rocket Knight wiki. Uh, is there anything you want to know? Ooh. Tell me everything there is to know about the king. Okay, there's a sister wiki and affiliates segment, and one of those is a wiki for Legend of the Mystical Ninja. So... Ooh. Uh, yeah, those are some video, yeah. Well, there, there's King Gedol and King Zephyrus. Which one do you want? Oh. Uh, tell me about King Gedol. I don't remember if that's actually like the main bad guy. He's I the think bad guy. He's king, the bad guy. I, I don't care about main... him. I want, the, I want the good king. The king whose daughter gets kidnapped. Okay. Hey, Rest. Yeah, that's him. Uh, he's ruler over the kingdom of Zephyrus. He made his first debut in Rocket Knight Adventures. He's the father of Princess Sherry, uncle to Princess Cherry. Wait a second. There's a character named Mifune Sanjulo. <laughs> which what? obviously is like Toshiro Mifune and the character Sanjiro. What is this? Tell me about that character. Just. It says he is mentioned in Rocket Knight Adventure. Okay, Mifune Sanjulo, the L is listed, although here in the romanization of the name it does say Sanjuro. Former mm. leader of the Rocket Knights and Sparkster's adoptive father, having trained him to become a Rocket Knight. 
Wow. Okay. I, I wonder if that's just like in the manual text because yes, that does not does. show up in the actual. It says, okay. Acor according to the instruction booklet for Rocket Knight Adventures, Mifune was severely injured by Axel Gear, who had betrayed the Rocket Knights during Axel's attempt to steal ancient texts containing important secrets of the Rocket Knights. The booklet never made it clear know. if Axel killed Mifune. His fate is described from being destroyed, permanently disabled, and severely injured in different parts of the game's backstory. Jesus Christ. Uh, many assume that he eventually died from his injuries as he, had just, uh, as he has never seen in the games, nor is there any official artwork of Mifune Sanjilo. Rocket Knight just left him there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the same vacant expression on his face that he has throughout the entire game. And as we all know, Axel's adoptive father was uh, Hyrule Akakamemi. Yes. So. And then uh, there was... Um, Vermin Kaffee. Yes, Vermin Kaffee. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Axel Gear is the uh, Shadow the Rocket Knight. Yes, uh, who shows up in all the games, and I I really dig all of his boss fights. Uh, something that each of these games uh, does is they have kind of a uh, auto-scrolling, um, like, mech level. Uh, hey, I know quick, in, in the... Uh, there is, like, pretty much what I told you is all of the information on the king. Like, there is way more information on Mifune who never shows up in the game. Reminder that the Mountain Dew wiki is shockingly fleshed out. You're so... Yeah. I am, because that is, like, my point of reference for, like, weird niche wikis that actually have, like, quite a bit of information on it. And then something that you would think would actually have more meat to it, like Sparkster, which is something I could totally see having, like, a small but very rabid fan base. And then it's just like, ah, oh, here's a paragraph on each of the characters. Like, we, there, there's, there's nothing to this. I would agree with you if, like, there had been a Rocket Knight comic that ran for a while or something. Instead, it's like three fairly obscure games, and that's it. Yeah. Well, there was that one comic that they ran in Sonic the Comic. The doesn't Fleet count. Play. Uh, but that was only an issue. So yes, it does not count. Uh, and then, if I remember it correctly. They wanted to make more of that, and Konami basically just stopped returning their calls. Good. Konami just ghosted them. Just turn off alerts. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the those games each have like kind of a, a auto-scrolling thing, and I always found those levels relatively fun. Like, the, the ones in the first game I, I really liked, because I want to say that... Um, those go by fairly snappy, like you're running through the city that's uh, under siege, and then it ends with you fighting Axel and kind of like a rock'em, sock'em robot sort of thing. Uh, but then in the second game, so I don't know if you got that far in the first game, because I, I remember you talking to me as you were playing them and saying how much you hated them, uh, and yeah. that is fairly deep in the first game, if I recall. But the, the second one, like, the first thing you do is that fight against Axel. Yeah. And I remember that one just like dragging. Yep. Yeah. Not, like it's just not good. It, yeah, it's like it's very clumsy and like Axel's constantly backing away from you. So every time like he'll go in for a hit and then you have to go in for one right after, but he'll back away. And so it's just, oh, it sucks. It's this constant back and forth and it takes forever to get through. And then if you fail that, it disqualifies you from the real ending. 
because you have to beat him there to get the first sword. And they, um, the people on the Goemon wiki done a lot. They've got like these weird, like, uh, effects whenever you mouse over text that you can click on. And the, uh, they have a custom cursor of yay. And, uh, good job, Goemon wiki. Like, this might be the Mountain Dew wiki of video games. <laughs> Even mentioned Mr. Goemon as part of the main series, which I kind of take issue with. Please, Mr. Goemon was my father. <laughs> also known as Mr. Kabuki. But, like, no, I never thought of this as, like, being part of the series because oh, it doesn't look anything like Goemon of future games. My name is Mr. Goemon, Mr. Kabuki, if you're nasty. Yep, that's it. Uh, Holy cow. Yeah, but... Yes? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have never seen this picture before of a... Uh... I can't tell what this is. Say it on me. It seems to be... This can't be, like, box art for a game. Okay, so if anybody is familiar with uh, Mystical Ninja starring Goemon for the N64... That's Whoa! Not, that, that's not it. I don't okay. know. Okay, that still looks interesting. Oh, yeah. my God! Yeah, there you go. This is just a, a very skinny dude... Uh, in a suit with the impact robot like mascot head put on him and uh, uh roller, roller skates. skates. Yes. In front of I... a cartoon background of like a Akira Toriyama city. Yes. That's why I was thinking is Impact is a giant robot with roller skates. And I guess maybe it comes from that? Like I don't know huh. if Impact is actually in this game. I wonder. Like this that there's also a box oh, art okay. showing Goemon who looks very different from how he does in future games, but it looks like yeah. within the actual game, it's not that far off. Like, he mm -hmm. is wearing the red outfit and has blue hair, and it's like prototype Ibisimaru, I guess. Huh. I'll anyway. just get to the Goemon games of it. Yeah, no, the, the only other thing I really had to say uh, about the, the auto-scrolling stuff that I wanted to get through was in Sparkster, they actually, for the SNES, they do it differently where it is sort of a Axelay-style thing of just a, more of an overhead shoot 'em up that then ends in another one of those fist fights, but overhead. And that always reminded me of Axelay. And then as I was looking up stuff about this game, turns out it's the same director of uh, Axelay. So that's neat. You should mention what Axelay uh, the, the is. The music in these fairly. Axel, I mean, yeah. It, it, well, it's again an overhead shoot 'em up. The thing that is most interesting about it is that it the um, the scrolling on the background has kind of a curvature to it. Uh, it so you have like, more of a um, horizon. It looks like the newer Animal Crossing games. How they do that thing yeah. where it's like you're looking at a rotating thing, basically. Yeah, uh, that'd be a very good way of describing it. Um, so obviously a lot of mode seven in Axloy. Um, oh, yeah. Rock and I doesn't have quite the same sort of scroll to it, but the feel of it, like the the shooting and everything, reminds me of Axloy. And so, funny how it's the same director makes a lot of sense. I think it might uh, be Axloy, not Axloy. It could be a lot of these old games. I have no idea how to pronounce the names. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
But uh, speaking of people who have uh, have directed very similar kinds of games, the uh, original Rocket Knight Adventures on the Genesis, if I remember right, uh, so it could actually be Rocket Knight Two. That director, I want to say, has done a bunch of Contra games, which makes a lot of sense. And in fact, Rocket Knight shows up in Contra Shattered Soldier. Shattered Soldier is a good game. Yeah. Doesn't uh, get recognized uh, as much as the classic Contras, but I like it a lot. Yeah. So that's. Thanks. There's. Uh, yeah, no, I, I've i not played Shattered Soldier, so I wouldn't know. I don't have anything to add to that. It was good. It was like a return to form, basically. It was like, hey, you know those PS1 ones? They really sucked. Well, guess what? We're making a new Contra. It's going to be like the old ones. It's going to be super hard. And it is. Uh, it was really good. It, it's like, we're, we know you're sick of that Neo-Contra crap. Have some real Contra. Eat it. Them. Yeah, because that's the only Contra... Well, I didn't play those PS2 ones either because, like, I took one look at those and knew that that, that is exactly not what I want out of a Contra. But Shattered I've also Soldier is Shattered a PS2. Soldier, I think would be... Yeah, yeah. No, I I have not played any of those, so I should definitely go in and give them a shot. But played all the uh, like the 8-bit and 16-bit Contras, and those are very good games. Some of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the second one ain't very good, but you know, we'll get there. Uh, uh, there's also the overhead parts in three that are very oh, bad. Right, yeah, those are those are not good at all. Uh, yeah, uh, Sparkster is a, a series that I did not really play back in the day. Uh, I was definitely aware of it. I think I was mostly aware of the Super Nintendo version. Um, That's weird to me because, like, until maybe. Last year, I think, when it was at a game stone quick, I did not know there were any games other than Rocket Knight Adventures. Yeah, I am the other way around, I guess, where it was just the Super Nintendo one specifically is the one that I recall. Like, you and I have talked about this before, but, like, one of the only ways you really found out what there was to play was going into a video store and taking a look at the shelf. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing Sparkster on the SNES on the shelf in my, my video store. I don't remember seeing the other two. What's especially weird to me because you were a Genesis boy, and I was definitely oh, yeah. not. Big old Genesis baby, but uh, it was probably maybe more that you know I would just run in there and go for the Sonic or the uh, Power Rangers games. So uh, sure, I went. Maybe in there it wasn't for, looking uh, around that horse. You know, a Dynamite Heady or a Decap Attack. Anything involving heads, uh, I... basically. The... There's a chance that I probably saw the Rocket Knight Adventure games in the video store, and I just it did not commit to memory for whatever reason. But from what I recall, the SNES one was the one I was familiar with, and I did not really. Uh, I haven't sat down and played any of them until like the last year. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that the, the, they are very neat for what they are, and uh, I, I understand why some people would hold them in very high regard. Like the first one was very well received. Back in the day, like going back and looking at everything, people liked the hell out of that game. It is actually a little weird to me that after the 16-bit era, Konami totally dropped it, but that's also an extremely Konami thing to do. It has always been an extremely Konami thing to do. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, we've not had the Sparkster since uh, 
like 16 years between that and the 2010 one and uh since 2010 we've had nothing and i imagine if we get anything it'll be like a cameo in a pachinko machine i think sparkster is dead yep rest in peace Sparkster. yeah happy 26th birthday sparkster rest in peace so it does make me think rendering verdicts pretty cool if there was like a ps1 era rocket knight adventure sequel yeah yeah, like uh, in the style of Atomba 2. How about that? Wouldn't that oh, be great? No. I was thinking in the style of Atomba 1. I actually think that like a a game that's sort of more visually in the style of Tomba 2 but plays more just straightforward in the way that Tomba 1 does would be neat. Like PS1 3D graphics Sparkster I think would be cool to look at. Disagree. Versions. I want all sprites. Hmm. Well, fortunately for us, they never did that. So <laughs> I don't know why you would want that because you go back to look at PS1 games, and the ones that age poorly are the ones that are 3D, and all the ones with 2D art is like, oh, this looks so good. Now, uh, my counter argument to that would be Metal Gear Solid. That game holds up. Final Fantasy IX holds up as well. Final Metal Fantasy Gear VIII Solid. also holds up visually. Metal Gear Solid is mostly like top down. Yeah, no, like, I think that game does very well by its environments. You mean its environments like the, the that are mostly cubes? Yeah, you know, the boxes look really good. Yeah, great. <laughs> look, they designed around their limitations, and it worked. But, uh... <laughs> well, yeah, no, the FAMAS is what they chose because it was a very boxy gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder what the their crash excuse was for uh, up, Metal Gear visually. Solid 2. Uh, mm. I don't know about that. I think that they hold up just fine. I crash think there are Bandicoot. plenty of 3D uh, games on the PlayStation 1 that hold up fine. I, I do think that you're right. Like, in the majority of cases, a lot of those do not hold up well. Uh, at the very least, PS1 games hold up a fuck of a lot better than N64 games. Yeah. So whatever dumb anti-aliasing they did, which was basically just, what if we rubbed Vaseline all over the screen? You know, uh, PlayStation 1 games might have, like, some jittery textures and, like, weird seams and stuff, but you know what? Uh, they at least still mostly ran at decent frame rates, and you could see what yeah. was happening. I would also say seams and jitteriness like that, at least for me, is, like, charming and nostalgic. Uh, okay. Like I, I, I like that stuff in the same way that in certain games of the 16-bit generation, I kind of like some slowdown because it just it, it's dumb, but it takes me back to like what it was like just sitting like cross-legged on the ground playing it on a CRT. It's actually fucking terrible. Like if I sat down and just thought about it more critically and objectively, it's awful. Is this like I don't know in that in that moment saying... it makes like the weird texture mapping of a ps1 is essentially vaporwave yeah it's just vaporwave okay sure yeah all right uh i think we've gone on too long we need to render our verdicts yes. uh you've gone five minutes long uh because i talked about snack food from the philippines so it's yeah. time to wrap up um I think that if you sit down and you want to play any of these games today, uh, you should probably just stick to Rocket Knight Adventures on the Genesis. I think that is the one that holds up the most. Uh, still a very solid-feeling video game. The camera's pulled out just as much as it needs to give you a good view of everything around you. Man, the soundtrack this, is dope. 
Looks good. Uh, Rock and Night Adventures 2, bad game. Don't play it under any circumstance. And then Sparkster for the SNES, I think, is just okay. I don't really recommend it other than a situation where you want more Sparkster. All right. I basically say the same thing. I say the first game is the only one worth playing. Also, I say it has a whole bunch of garbage in it. I just remembered, like, the second level is the one where there's the lava coming, and you have to basically sit around and wait for it to shoot out the lava ahead of you, or, like, above you, and then jump above it, and then it shoots the lava below you so you can... I hated that level. It was garbage. Uh, yeah, and I'm not going to say like Rock and Night Adventures is a perfect video game or like like I enjoyed it, but there is definitely stuff what about you it said. that is. You said it's a ten out of ten. Uh, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> Nothing will ever be better. To be very clear about like all of this, I don't think that you should rush out and play any Rock and Night Adventure or Sparkster games. I don't think that there's anything about them that is necessarily of a quality that you have to go play it. I just think that if you are enamored with uh, 90s mascot platformer games, then at that point, maybe give it a shot. You but if you do, the first the one is that I would recommend. And, and they run it. around without their armor on, and then you can just be like, hey, guess what? Blap. And they got that car, and they run you the fuck over. Yeah, you see it in the background first, and then it like, comes for you. Yeah, no, again, because I had one hit. I saw it in the background, I was like, oh, that looks dope, and then they fucking hit me, and I died. Good times. Thank you, pig-filled Mad Max car, for being the object lesson in, oh, I only have one hit. Pig's just riding in this Beverly Hillbilly-style jalopy. <laughs> Grandma Pig's just tied to the roof in her chair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, you would agree to with uh, the second and third game you said? Yeah. Maybe don't play those. Yeah, maybe don't play any of them, but if you're going to play one, make yeah. up the first. I think that you definitely like these games less than I did, but I think we're unanimous in uh, you really don't need to play any of these. Yeah, for about the fourth or fifth time now. Yep, that's true. You don't need... To play any of these. Bye, everybody. You don't need to play Sparkster. We'll see you next week with something. As usual, I don't know what it is. If you want to play them, I don't know. Maybe don't play them. We'll be back next time. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.